0: It's deep. Welcome back, everybody, and and welcome to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Uh, we have a U.S. Open champion with us, John Rahm, aka Boys Bernardi. Boys, it's it's been a little bit since we moved to the to the episodes once every other week. How uh, how are things going, buddy?
1: Uh, It's been good. I was in the middle of nowhere watching John Ron birdie those 17 and 18 putts that will go down in uh, PGA US Open uh, history. But um, nope, it's good. I like this uh, recording by week, recording by week in the dog days of summer. So it's going good until we get football back in two months, which will be exciting.
0: I love it. I love it. Saw your trip. It looked good, though. A little, little mountain biking in there. You know, some some nice views, a little Midwest summer. Uh, in there, and not to mention the sweet, sweet taste of victory. I was thinking about you all day Sunday watching that after, uh, after, after I got home there. I was sitting and watching, you know, what boys, boys might actually win this. And for you, for you listeners out there, boys put uh, a large, uh, he actually he told you, uh, told you to put a couple units on it. He put more, more on that. I'll let him talk about that in a minute, but came up big. On that, so boys, congrats. That's a huge win. Uh happy for you. And and also with us, God, Mr. Kiev himself, Mr. College World Series, uh Dave McFoy. Dave, how are we feeling? What's up? How have you guys been?
2: We uh Blaise kind of mentioned it. I'm excited because with everything being fun right now, you got like the Euro, you got both finals right now. You got the ending of the College World series. We're recording it right now during game three. But then after everything's done in the next couple of weeks, we're only like six weeks away
1: from College football, which is awesome. How many months? Like six weeks. Two what months. You? Know, the University of Illinois plays Nebraska. Exactly in two months. From today. Yeah. Yeah. Week zero, baby. Week zero. Nationally televised game at 11 a.m. Plus, we can start using our name, image, and likeness, which is huge for us. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Fantastic. And and look, college football right around the corner. Blaze, you said it. We're in the dog days of summer. Um, so, listeners, we're going to keep going every other week, uh, really, until the, the college football season kicks off. Uh, we'll probably do a pretty big preview show, but until then, uh, cover a little bit of baseball. Davey said it uh, to college World Series wrapping up, NBA, NHL. Uh, we'll talk about the NHL here in a minute, but let's go back to uh, the U.S. Open. Uh, Torrey Pines played really tough. Um, I think a lot of uh, a lot of strong players, uh, you know, ended up. Having a few issues. Uh, my pick to click for one got sand in his eye. So he, he actually won
1: like last week in the year. I season. saw that he
0: won a euro. He won a Euro tour event. I'm like, guy, if you could have kept the sand out of here, put some sunglasses on, do something. You know, put put those shades on that Phil has. Phil looks like a badass, mind you, when he put those shades on. Kind of like those. Kinda how about the
2: how about the the eight-hole playoff this week, too? It was, was wild. That was that was
0: fun to watch.
1: That was fun to watch.
0: I mean, what, they buried, I think combined between them, almost 10, 10 putts, 10 feet or, or or greater during that playoff. It was nuts.
1: Yeah, that was good. And like, usually it's not a good, yeah, I'm surprised the amount of stars they got after the U.S. Open having to travel across the country. But um, I thought it was absolutely funny. I think it was like the fifth hole. One of the announcers brought up Jordan Spieth just to show the Jordan Spieth conspiracy theory that um the golf media in America is obsessed with him.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. He he didn't play bad at the Open, though. He he hung around for a little bit. I did feel bad for that for that Englishman Peter Bland, who forty two years old forty two years old had never been leading a major like that, or even even really sniffed it for that matter, and had an epic collapse. I mean, he was he was what tied for second, I think, coming into Sunday, and that well, he's
1: was- actually in first place going into Saturday. And this is actually a pretty cool story. This guy's been on the European tour for like 28 years, and he finally won his first golf tournament like four weeks ago um, at the Danny Willa British Open. It's not the Open Championship. It's a different thing. And he actually won, and that's how he was able to qualify for this tournament. It was a great story. It was only a matter of time before he died out. But, hey, he got a nice uh, $70,000 paycheck from visiting Torrey Pines, so can't really complain about that.
0: No, can't at all. Uh what top 79 players got, got paid on that. Um
1: yeah, I think so. I think it's top 60 with US Open who make the cut. He shut I think he ended up plus eight overall, bottom of the half, so probably 50 to 70k. He got paid out. Well, what a comeback
0: year. though. I, I mean talk yeah, no, about, a great story. Talk about John Rom. You know, those those last two putts, the the fist pump on 18. You just you just knew at that point there there's no chance for for Hazen who, what, he had a ball up on 14 or 15?
1: Yeah, so I actually had a perfect storm going into that final last three holes, but um I wasn't able to watch that much because I was mountain biking. And then Saturday night, we went out to Houghton up in Michigan, where Michigan Tech is. Great hockey school, by the way. And um I saw John Rahm double bogey 14, and he went to one under, and my heart absolutely sank, and I thought it was over. But Someday he absolutely freaking rallied while people were dropping like flies, and I told the podcast I put five hundred on him. But then after the podcast, I hooked myself up and I put a grand on him, so uh, I I came up well ahead. But I also bet. Hey boys,
0: hey hey boys, really quick uh, for you, Iowa finance majors out there, ten to one for a thousand dollars that pays ten thousand. Mid chickens,
1: yeah, and you're not betting on credit either. So when you get it back, it's actually 11,000, so it's even sweeter. Um, but I also had a couple matchup bets. I bet with this local kid, and I had a little money on Louis O. Stays in $30, 45 to one. So I was coming out ahead no matter what, which was nice. But I got the big fucking payday. Um, I cashed out 70%. I have about three grand sitting in my points bet account right now, and I'm going to be using it on the open championship. <laughs>
2: It's nice when you do it on one of the apps too. You don't have to worry about getting paid.
1: Well, yeah, no, that was a thing. I The thing is, though, on this, I got to keep track of all my betting losses if I win, keep winning more money for my taxes.
2: Yeah, do you need us to start giving you some like lottery tickets or any like the, like the horse track
1: stuff that we go and do? No, let's talk after the Open Championship. But no, it was actually super exciting. I didn't have cell service, so no one was chirping me. I was DMing Dave and Kubiak on Instagram, though. And um, we were at this, we were at this bar just watching me, Gary, and Brett, and Rob sank those last two putts, and we were the only people really watching, going nuts. So it was a great feeling. And um, I've been with him since the beginning, like 2017, and I felt like I was there with his wife and kid celebrating championship with Phil I'm not gonna lie. It was. It but was you gig. can't say he didn't deserve it either. He fucking deserved it. He did. He, he felt, did. He deserve he felt, on Sunday, like he that, grinded you, all weekend.
2: You felt like that. I felt like an undergrad co-ed at U of I with the amount of DMs I was getting from you.
1: Oh, you must have felt special. <laughs> Rachel's probably jealous. It was either that or I felt like
2: Danielle Franchetti.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck you. You can oh, cut God. that if you want. That's so Never. I don't care. I'm still on cloud nine. It's great. Honestly, he's playing some great golf right now, and um, I'll probably be on him again in a couple of weeks. It's the Open Championship. It'll be interesting. It's a great course. It's going to be low scoring again. Do you have the hockey game on right now?
0: They got no. Pat
2: Maroon on there in a suit. He looks ridiculous.
0: Fat Pat. Fat Maroon. Hey, he oh my god. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Open up the collar a little. He can't even button. He, he the can't top even one. button it. Yeah, he can't even button the top one. We'll have to tweet a picture of this. Get a picture of this really quick. I mean, US Open though, that was awesome. I I I'm I'm happy for you, boys. I'm happy for John Rom. Uh first Father's Day as a father. Get, getting a big getting a big major win like that and of course he's won before too so kudos to you for sticking with him since 2017 but no too
1: it'd only be fitting that I didn't bet him this bet him this t- tournament and he won I'd hate myself and I wouldn't be able to get over it too so. that, and that's, that's my day over Tony Finau that's the big thing
2: that was your problem is you you had to throw good money at bad money no matter what with him because the one time you didn't you were gonna get
1: burned so it was good to see it work out for you
0: yeah I can't wait to bet Finau in the, in in the open.
1: Dude, he's been playing like crap. That's talking about throwing bad money after bad money. He might like, be dead. T- yeah, he might be going the way
2: of uh, Ricky Fowler. Here,
1: It's rough right now.
0: Yeah, him, and, him and Smiley Kaufman. Smiley Kaufman, remember that name? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, can right, all, he- they can all go
2: on the corn ferry together. He's
0: on the corn ferry right now. Did you see that stuff about somebody getting in a fight on the corn ferry tour?
1: I did. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally,
0: literally got in a fist fight on the tour. On tour. Kick him tour- off the I-
1: all Dog, right, let's, let's go to hockey. Kerry nice Price carrying the Canadians to uh, the Stanley Cup and then Tampa Bay just absolutely dominating, and Cooper Wait hasn't playing well.
2: Minute, are you going to give us your uh, pick-to-click for golf this week, or are
1: you saving it for the end? Oh, yeah, I can give you a bet. So, yeah, um, before we move I on to golf. Yeah, so I got this one play just to keep myself happy. I can't do this par away on uh points bet, but DraftKings lets you do it. Rory McIlroy is playing at the Irish Open. This is his home country. People love him there. Weirdly enough, there's a small minority like the people who ate Brad Underwood like me that don't like him because he doesn't think he does enough for golf in Ireland. But he's plus 500 to win win the Irish Open. It's against all these European guys. This is like a major league hitter going down to AAA for a little bit, so he should cruise to this. And I'm also going to go Bryson Shambo seven and a half to one, to win the Rocket Mortgage Open up in Detroit. He absolutely cruised last year doing this. You parlay those two winners, it pays out 45 to one odds. I threw 25 bucks on it, so I'm going to try and win a little over a grand with this. But that's the golf play for the week to keep me satisfied until the Open Championship.
0: Hey, just wet the beak a little bit, right? Wet the beak a little bit, stay hungry. And that's we'll- the great
1: thing about golf. It's four days, you have something to watch well, to see if your bet paid out or not.
0: You got house money, too. Oh, yeah. So you're playing you house, money house money for for if, you're smart, if you're smart with it, you'll have house money for a long time. That's
2: asking a lot, though, of any of us.
0: That is, yeah. smart with it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, boys, you, you were just mentioning a carry Price uh, stealing a series. Uh, I didn't bet it. I tweeted it. I didn't bet it. Canadians That's ridiculous
2: stick. that you were, you said that and you tweeted about it and you
0: didn't bet it. That's outrageous to me. I know, I know. I got. And that I was got, a great analysis too. I got scared. I didn't bet it. They're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm just, I'm just gonna come out and say, and I, I, you know, I mentioned it to you, you boys the other night. I tweeted out, I think Lightning and six in, in this series, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say, after Game One, there's no reason that the Lightning should lose this series, and I, I, I'm gonna be a skeptic, and and, and I'm gonna go with with the public opinion. Yeah, I know, I always go with the public, but. $18 million over the salary cap is proving why this team is going to win another cup. That is a mid, that's a middle, that's a middle five, right? Like, or, or middle six.
2: We talked about this before the playoffs started too. They're like 17 it's, million over me and Coons were watching uh, game seven and we were just talk, going through the guys and every single one of the guys is like a $5 million guy, $6 million guy.
0: They're unbelievable. P- they're paying a like, like three, seven, five, I, Tyler Johnson's making over three mil a year, I know. playing the played, fourth and, line, and, uh, right? A,
2: the guy's done nothing
0: all postseason. All. He had
2: a good game in Game Seven. He looked good.
0: Yeah, no, he did, but like, still, I mean, Yanni Gord's making over five a year. That guy—that's guy, highway robbery.
2: And then Vasilevsky's play, uh making nine and a half mil. He's one of the highest paid goalies.
0: I mean, literally, like that's two superstars. Or I could argue. You know, a a complete third line, right? Like $18 million should buy easily a third line. line. That's like a second line, which, which again, wins you championships with depth, right? It's uh, I mean, there's no reason these guys should lose this final. They're going to go back to back. Maroon's going to win three cups in a row, which my God, dude, hang up the skates after this. Absolutely. I mean, do you see him out there? He's got nothing left in the tank.
2: Well, I know. We, we just were talking about him. We saw him. You're gonna have to tweet the picture. He's uh on the sideline in his suit right now. I don't think he's gonna be going up there. The uh he got the Kubiak treatment from John Cooper, healthy scratch. You see the uh, ring? Oh, absolutely. He's
0: been playing oh, a yeah, ton. Yeah, he gets a ring, Clark Cup ring.
2: He's been playing a ton. Um, but yeah, I, I think though I, I'm with you. I think the lightning are definitely the better team, but and I think the difference between this series and last series for the Canadians is I, I just think as you said, I think the lightning are just better on every, at every single point. And we said in that series, I talked about how uh, Vegas was a bunch of guys that like casual hockey fans might not know. They're just like solid all up and down. Whereas like the lightning are loaded top to bottom. There's a ton of guys that you've heard of. You got Kutrov, you got Stamkos, you've got Hedman who hasn't even been getting that much love lately because they're so good. And then Basilevsky is probably going to win the Vezina or, or be close to it. He's been unbelievable too. He's just as good as Carey Price, I think. And I just, of course I'm biased because I've got them in the pool and I have picked against the Canadians every step of the way. I'm not alone there thinking that they're going to be finally out of gas. So maybe they do catch lightning in a bottle one more time. No pun intended, but I I don't see, I don't see, again, I don't see it out there. And I don't think anyone that's watched these games would see it either. I
1: I think the only wild card factor is I did see that the Canadians are trying to get 11,000 fans in their stadium. And I think they might be able to pull off one or two just because that's going to be a crowd that's just going to be as crazy as what was going on in Long Island. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how Tampa Bay loses this series with the home advantage and just playing the cap like that.
2: Oh, I got two two things, too, about the the series or the little bets. One is Kaloran's out tonight. We'll see how they look without him out there. He's another guy that going into this playoffs, like you knew he was good. You've heard of him a lot. But, oh, my God, watching pretty much every lightning game, he's really, really good. Like He's he's like a 30-year-old guy, but man, is he good. He plays on their power play. He plays all over the place. Really good. The the bet that I for, totally forgot about, though, that I've been making now finally again on the Lightning, especially in home games, is bet him to win in regulation. Bet the 60-minute line. It's a three-way line like you would see in soccer. I forgot that I did this when the Blackhawks came back last year. I bet the Hawks in regulation against uh, the Oilers, like, four times when they won the, the, the series three to one and it pays so much better and you just get burned. If it goes to overtime, it's, it's I think it's much smarter than betting the puck line.
0: I mean, they're so good at home too. So I, I don't see why you wouldn't play that. If I'm going to play anything, this whole series, I'm playing the under in games three and, or maybe four, depending on how game three goes boys. I'm with you though carry Price, I think, could, he's going to steal a game, and if these guys get any productivity from that second or third line, I mean, you get a, a Gallagher, Dano, Josh Anderson. If those guys can like can can put a few pucks in the net without you know a cough Caulf- a Caulfield, a Suzuki, a Toffoli, you know, driving most of the productivity, I think they'll be good. And they've had a lot of good productivity from their back end. They've had good productivity from Petrie, who's played solid all, all postseason. You got Weber as well. Edmondson, they, Your mom they got has a pretty... good
2: productivity from her back end.
0: Whoa, love that. Whoa, wow. Dump one in her back end, though. No? Pucks in deep. Uh, but, but seriously, they've they've got a they've got a big decor back there that that if they play physical enough, I think I think they can start to wear down that very skillful front end, especially. Kucherov and Stamkos, who have been injury prone for the last, I'd argue the last two seasons, right? So, dude, I, I, you
2: talk about it though. How about the the forecheck of the Lightning in Game Seven against the Islanders?
1: That was ridiculous. Nuts. is there anything worse than losing a game one zero and giving up a shorthanded penalty? No, I don't seven? know. Losing like, in overtime, that is brutal. Pretty much,
2: pretty much losing an overtime in Game Seven at all is pretty tough. I would say the only. At way least you is got
1: you... to overtime.
2: Yeah, but if you, I would say the worst way to lose is like if you blow like a two goal lead in the third period and then you lose in overtime.
1: Oh, kind of like what France and uh, kind of like what France did. You hate to see it. Good transition. Let's talk about the Euro. You take
0: it, okay, yeah. yeah. hey. You take it, you take it, see it, bud. You take it, yes. Let's talk about the Euro. Okay, let's go
1: to the Euro, then we'll backtrack to the Blackhawks. Um. Just an absolutely crazy set of games uh, two days ago with France and Switzerland and Croatia-Spain. Spain's up 3-1 with 10 minutes left. Croatia fights back to go 3-3, and France is up 3-1 with 10 minutes left, and they tie 3-3. And uh, the shocker, the neutral team, Switzerland, ends up beating the uh, favorites, France, who definitely underperformed and clearly looked like they were just going and going through the motions didn't look like they wanted to be there. Um, But honestly, it's been some great football across the pond and and, uh, we're in the quarterfinals right now. But uh, Dave, you got a recap from the Sweet 16 and what do you think going into the Elite Eight? Well, the games Monday and Tuesday were out
2: of this world fun. You're not going to beat that, I don't think, the rest of the way. That was some of the most fun soccer games that I've ever watched. And I know it's a bigger stage and a ton of people are watching, but holy cow, it was a ton of fun. Um, I'm out of our pool, so I won't be as, as excited to watch the rest of the games. Um, but I mean, I think the, the Italy still seems like they're the team to beat. I still think. So I think them and Belgium is probably going to be the game of the tournament the rest of the way. And then, uh, we'll see what England can do, but it's, it's been, it's been great. It's been fun to watch. It's great to watch. I always say it's fun to watch, uh, European sports because they're always on at times that American sports aren't. And that's definitely been true with this. You got 11 AM and 2 PM games. Um, but, yeah, that's that's who I think is still going to be the team to beat is Italy.
1: So No, I'm with you. I think the championship is the winner in Italy and Belgium. And then, like, um, England, they're celebrating like they already won the freaking Euro after beating Germany yesterday. But, man, they got to walk in the park against the Ukraine team that's going to be absolutely exhausted. That game's actually in Rome, so it's going to be a little interesting to see how England travels there. And then um, they get the winner of Denmark and Czech Republic, and then they're in the championship they're in London, at Wembley Stadium in and- London. So – it's they got a pretty smooth path. It's easy to understand why they're the favorite. I'll be interested to see what the odds are like once the winner of Belgium in Italy is decided. But uh yeah, so much for that group of death. Germany, France, Portugal all get knocked out in the opening round of the knockout stage. So a little overhyped. And my boy Mbappe, he's been a freaking stud for three years, and I've never seen him play as poorly as he did like that. Jesus, that was just an absolute mess. Losing missing the last penalty kick too. Basically faking an injury in extra time after all those horrible attempts too, man. That was kind of hard to watch. I'm a big Mbappe, Mbappe, and PSG fan, but uh, woo, man. Hopefully he goes, takes a vacation, forgets about it, and then gears up again for uh, football for him in a, the next month and a half.
2: Yeah, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> too because I mean it's hard to say that he doesn't show up in the big games because they just won the world cup a couple years ago yeah and he's the youngest person
1: to score a goal in a world cup final and we'll we'll see what we've
2: got we've got cotter in around football time in November of next year so it's a pretty quick turnaround before we have another big competition like this
1: No, yeah, agreed. It will be interesting come Thanksgiving time when we're watching uh, NFL and World Cup at the same time. It will be exciting.
2: What time will it be on? That's the only question. You hope it's on during the day because well, yeah. Tell me what time
1: time. is it in out in uh, Qatar Qatar right now? It's in the on the podcast, so we don't know. I
2: I don't know. It might be on like overnight.
1: Yeah, we might just have to
2: take vacation during that and just watch all the games.
1: Yeah, who knows? Well, I'll be in school, so. yeah, all right, let's go back to uh the Chicago Blackhawks with Jonathan Taves. Um, I already have a conspiracy theory about this. Dave and Merrick, I'll let you guys talk through first about what you guys think and uh this illness Taves has. Since I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep it I'm, I'm gonna, gonna keep it
0: short. I'm gonna keep it really short. I respect his privacy through the whole thing. It, it's it's it sounds like everything's good. He's back on the ice, he's better mentally. It sounded like a little bit of a combination of a a personally induced stressed immune system disorder that they're calling it. I, I do whatever the name is for it. But it, hey, I'm just happy he's back. The name, on the the ice. name
2: for it is fucking bullshit. I, 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 is. I, yes. Which yes. conspiracy it, theory it, do you want from me, Blaze? The one where I think he fucking got <laughs> doctors to make up a disease and they're like, oh, we don't know what's wrong with you. It must just be this fucking thing that's bullshit. Or the one where they released this right now and had this so we get some positive vibes to distract from the fact that half the front office is going to be gone and everyone's going to get their asses sued. I'm with you on the ladder.
1: I'm with you on the ladder. I think the timing is really weird. And like, I can't believe the NHL hasn't opened an investigation yet on this. It's just like absolutely ridiculous. And like, I'm not a big Quinville fan, but it's kind of weird how no one's bringing up his name with this whole thing. And I don't know. I think Bowman needs to go. McDonough probably got fired last year because of this. And, man, people loved him on the Chicago Cubs. This guy's just a freaking scumbag. Like,
0: well, It's just
1: a bad story all around. And it's it's like Penn State. It's Penn State, but this isn't as bad because it's only a couple people, and Penn State was like dozens of kids.
2: And it's it's not minors either. It's adults. So that makes it a little bit more tolerable. But you want to talk about Penn State? It's happening at Michigan now, too. Bo Schembechler covered up some fucking diddling shit. It's happened at Ohio State. It's happened at Michigan State. It's completely fucking disgusting the amount of this type of shit that's out there and nobody says anything. That type of shit absolutely needs to end and everyone should be fired. The only people that should remain there would be anyone with the last name Wurtz and it's only because they, have, they own the team. Yeah, I, I don't think... Could you imagine if this guy did this to women too? Like this is it shouldn't be a double standard for this type of shit. No. Like if you're doing this stuff, no. Put them in jail and fire anybody that covered it up.
1: I know, but think about this was this was 10 years ago. Society has definitely changed in the past 10 years, but the sports psychologist telling these two guys it's their fault for this happening is
0: That's fucked up.
1: 1960s 1950s Catholic church shit. That's and fucked
2: the, up. The the part of the story where they said that one of the guys uh, like the head videographer or something went and had a meeting with like the four main dudes like McDonough and, um uh, uh, Al McIsaac and a couple other guys, I forget who the other two guys there were, and said, hey, I think we need to go report this to p- the, the police. And they didn't do anything about it. Like, are you kidding me? They, they didn't
1: even... just do anything. They gave the guy a recommendation to go be a teacher. It's, it's Coach that, Hodden yeah, to team right. at home. That's, That's that that exactly be... like
2: the Catholic Church. Oh, we reassigned him to a different parish. Like, He's I he should illustrate himself out. I uh, The only other thing I want to say about the Blackhawks is, I don't know if you guys saw, right before we got on, I was looking at Twitter, apparently... Uh, They're working with Duncan Keith. Duncan Keith wants to get traded out West. He wants to be on the West Coast. So this could be really like, I feel like this is good timing for the Hawks to just cut bait and bail and have the end of an era. Clean house in the front office, trade away Taze, trade away Kane, trade away Keith. Seabrook's already gone. Everyone else is already gone. Just completely wipe the slate clean and start fresh because you're not going anywhere with with these big contracts. Like you can wait the two years and be done with them, but trade them now. Let's start it now. Get it over with.
1: I don't want to see Kane go.
0: I can't. I, I don't want to see Kane go either. I don't want to see Taves go either. I think they're gonna. I think those guys are gonna. You know, after their their contract's are up, they may have you know one maybe two more seasons left in them. Where again, they'll they'll get a, a one year, $1.2, $1.3 three million dollar deal just to try and add some veteran. Could you somewhere. see?
2: Could you see Taves being like a two million dollar guy, like as a third line center on a really good team? Yes. Or Kane? Or Kane just like lining up on just one? Oh, it's off the post. Kane being a being like a line two guy or on like the the second power play is like an older guy, older older skill guy. That'd be fun.
1: The thing is, Kane is an older skill guy right now, and he'd be playing on the first line for both those. So it's he like, absolutely
2: Kane's one of the best players in hockey. Still,
1: I know that's why I don't want to see him go. But if he wants to win another cup, go right ahead. I, both those guys have the right to pick what they want to do. In my opinion, yeah, I, I would absolutely. never,
0: I would never be disappointed in either of them if they said, "Hey, I want to go try and win one more cup in the next three to five years."
2: They're gonna build statues to him and then they're gonna uh they're probably gonna have like a donation box to be like, please donate money here to help cure Jonathan Taze's bullshit injury.
0: Or please. or to 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 fix the goddamn revenue system for the Words family after they lose fans after all this fucking debauchery that's going on with this scandal. So
1: Oh, they um, own Benny's, they'll be fine.
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure he will be fine, but still, I mean, you're taking an organization that's been around for what, close to 100 years? It's
2: been in the Wurtz family the whole time, though, and he he definitely is – like, you're losing all the goodwill you've built up over the course of, like, the last 15 years or so (laughs) since he took over from the old man. You're losing a lot of it, and it's really going to be a black eye, especially if more of this comes out. Listen, we're all on the
1: outside looking in, but I really don't think this got all the way up to Wurtz, and I think if it did, it would have changed. I think McDonough cut it off from there, and he's the guy who got fired last year, and they tried to keep it internal, but it's just all coming out right now, so – I think we'll you're right. it it
0: plays, plays I'd, I'd I'd agree with you on that. the The irony of him getting fired last year it, it's it's too much. And that if you look timeline wise, when this originally came out, and they started validating some of the sources and kind of digging into the story more, it's the the timing is quite co- coincidental. So, uh, suspect, plus, very very suspect, very su- suspect, Anders, um,
2: suspenders.
0: All right, so we covered Euro, we covered the NHL, the PGA. Uh, quick baseball update. We'll go around the horn here, quick. I will just say that the Cubs have lost six straight. They're in. dead. Did you shout out to the six?
1: Cubs being up seven nothing, then losing a the game fifteen to seven? That <laughs> is Ooh, unbelievable.
0: Un- unbelievable. Misery loves company. Come on in, Dave. The is on on fine. <laughs> You're
2: gonna love it in here. <laughs>
0: The fact the fact that they were even with Milwaukee, Milwaukee has since gone on a, a, an absolute tear. They're six games back now, uh, have lost six straight. And meanwhile, the Southsiders, as banged up as that lineup is, are looking fan- fucking fantastic.
2: They're right. hanging in there right now. The White Sox are battling. They're treading Make water. it to the All-Star break. There's I would some- love – what I want more than anything is the Cubs to trade uh, Chris Bryant to the White Sox. But someone that you got to talk about right now who is – the Cubs could have had him. The White Sox could have signed him, too, for a couple extra million. Kyle Schwarber is the hottest hitter on the planet right now.
1: It's insane. and like the he's thing, the hottest hitter on the like planet. The revenge of Theo Epstein. That guy died on the cross for Kyle Schwarber, and then Theo Epstein calls it quits, and then he goes to Washington, and he's having a Sammy Sosa 1998 uh, summer.
2: Yeah, it won't last all year, obviously, but it's so cool to see. He's – Light in the world on fire. Now him and Shohei Ohtani are the the two most fun guys to watch. in all someone of this was
1: world. telling me, you could bet a prop Schwarber to hit a home run like three to one this whole month, and you'd be up a quite a bit of money. I'm sure he was. He's had a couple multi home
2: run games too. I wonder what that would pay out. A multi home run game?
1: Yeah, Jesus. He's
2: just oh, seeing the terrible. ball really well. Like yesterday, I think it was like the first inning. There's like a, a tater right over the middle, and he just smokes it out to right field. He's on fire right now. I hope they put him in the home run derby. They already got Otani in there.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I think for the White Sox, I think the goal is, hey, make it to all-star break. You got to trade and pick up a, a a fielder, but the bullpen needs to figure it out themselves. I don't want them to trade anybody. Those guys just got to figure it out. Last year, they were great. I don't know what the hell happened.
2: Yeah, they just put Bummer and Marshall on the DL, too. Um I don't know what their, what, uh, what their deal with them is, but the, the bullpen I think will end up being fine. The bullpen was good last year. Uh, I'd like to see them maybe – I don't even know if you need to trade for someone if you keep winning and you can like kind of like tread water here for the next month or two because you've got reinforcements coming back. You've got Robert coming back and you've got Eloy coming back. They'll both be back in September. So if you can just – if you st- I don't know what you would want to do or who would actually be out there or what you'd want to give up. Because I can tell you, White Sox Twitter is in love with, like, all these prospects, and I'm not as sold on them. Like, I think the time to win is now, so trade the prospects away. I'd love to get a, if there, i – I'd see nothing wrong with getting an outfielder just because that is the most banged-up area. Or even a second baseman. They were in talks to get uh, Eduardo Escobar from the Diamondbacks this week. That hasn't come to fruition yet, but that would be a nice pickup, I think.
1: I don't know. I'm, Dave, I'm kind of going to disagree with you. I say hold the line. This year sucked with injuries. You make a good run at it this year, ALCS or something. The next year you're back with the same squad and maybe a couple other minor leaguers that are ready to contribute. Yeah, I don't, but I'm I, talking I, about I,
2: guys like, I'm talking about guys like, like people are in love with uh, Tatis's Elijah Tatis just because of his last name. And people like, people in the around like White Sox fans value. Jake Berger, higher than anyone in the world values him, just because he's a fun, like a cool story, and he's been a great comeback, and he's having a good year in the minors. Mick or Adolfo, I don't think they should trade.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll see what happens. But hey, with everything that's going on, they're still in first place. Can't really complain. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, boys, as we get things wrapped up here, um, any big plans for the Fourth of July, America's Day?
2: The McAvoy's, the whole clan is going up to Michigan. Marin Dave rented a cottage up there. So I'll be up there with all the little ones and everybody. It'll be fun.
0: You do so that we, every year, no? Bringing yeah, yeah, we'll are, you bringing,
1: every year. are you bringing your special one? I am, yeah. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah.
0: You got, uh, are, are, Is there? are there any plans at the lake? You guys, well, you guys, I was on the water. Waters, boats? The water boat sports? will be in
2: the water. Beach is coming. Uh, we're, uh, no, the, Omaha was a ton of fun. We even didn't go to the game again, but it was still fun.
0: You guys just didn't make like it
2: be- to the game? No, we only go Friday, Saturday. There's games on Friday and Saturday next year. They're, they're changing the schedule back up because they want the, the world, like the, the championship games to line up a little bit better. And they want to have big games on Saturday and Sunday. Um, but we'll see. It was, it was cool. It wasn't as outrageously packed as it was in New years past, but it was still cool. It was a full send everywhere. You made um, your
0: flights, right? Oh yeah. No problem. Yeah, hey, I just
2: can't believe that you of all people would chirp me about missing flights because like, you had like the worst miss that could happen.
0: I've had one miss. I I've had so one I. miss. I had one. One. But well, That's all it takes,
2: I guess. That's all Blaise it takes. Blaze thought we were going to miss our flight back from Vegas right on time. Never a doubt.
0: Never, never a doubt. Same thing with me coming back from Minneapolis. I was in a bad mood that morning. Oh, Eight just 30? that
1: morning? Oh, funny. I don't even know why because I came back with all my money. I know. We all did
2: find that trip, too. We did pretty good on college, and when then when we got back, I was just lighting up the board with max tickets. It was bad.
1: Make sure with your family, though you, – I was disappointed, Dave. You didn't get the, the family tribe together for another uh... – Golf tournament, small golf tournament for the U.S. Oh, Open. I know.
2: We'll be back for the Open Championship. Okay, I yeah. Make sure you tell
1: a- Fitz John Rom won the yeah. tournament too, and I want a scouting report for York High School football this year. Yeah, so.
2: I was kind of asleep at the wheel. You got, uh, you had texted me. Someone else texted me. I think Fitz did, and my uncle Joe was disappointed that we didn't do one, but we'll definitely do one for the next one, last one of the year. I uh, I just got distracted that week. Yeah, that no. Week. It's funny.
1: Like this this tournament went on till 9 p.m. at night. And on Sunday, this one's going to be over at freaking 12 p.m. Right at like one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's,
2: that's cool too. Like if you're like over the weekend or even like uh, during the week on like Friday morning or Thursday morning, you can wake up for like going to work at like five o'clock or going to the gym or something. And they'll already be teeing off.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. No, that's something that'll, that'll be good too. And I'll be traveling for work that Thursday and Friday. So it'll be nice. Yeah. I've been watching a lot more golf lately too. Than I ever have in the past. The fun oh, sport to bet on. It's
0: it such really a good is. it's a, it's good Sunday TV. It's good Sunday It's great TV. Sunday
2: TV. It's awesome
1: background noise.
0: Boys, what are you what are you doing for the fourth?
1: I'll uh, staying down here, playing yeah. sand, growing out. Somebody got a uh, one of my friends built an in-ground pool and it's done, so that'll be fun.
0: That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah, uh, taking it easy after Michigan. There you go. Good. Need it, need it. I'll be be up in the old grounds till we park for about eight days.
1: Oh, hang on. So I got back from Michigan on Friday, and I went out to uh, Oak Park Avenue. And, oh, my God, that was the first time I've been out there in, like, eight years, and that was different.
0: Did you go to Durbin's?
1: I did not go to Durbin's. I went to Bailey's. There's actually this craft beer place that just opened across the train station. It's kind of cool, but the inside's not done yet. And then I went to Holstein's and that place is like a freaking club. Did you feel old? I felt a little bit old, but like I haven't been there in so long. I didn't get that weird feeling, you know? Well, yeah, Did you go- are old.
2: We are old. To- what do you want to do?
0: Did you go to my hands, your hands, T hands?
1: Oh uh, no, I didn't.
0: Uh, I don't man, like I- the bar. bar. Hey, odds Brendan Berry was at the at the left side of the bar, maxing a maxing a bag of chips and a Miller White is it's dash two fifty in Vegas. No doubt yeah. about it.
1: No, I was actually surprised. Tinley Park's got a nice downtown. It's nicer than when I left it. Oh, totally.
2: It's nice down there still. Yeah. We just it's sure. just a fact of life. Like people like that are 30 shouldn't be out past like midnight. That's how it is now. No, um, I disagree. Oh, Two sorry. Weeks. I'm just I'm just old and washed up. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm so washed up. But hey, uh listeners, thanks for tuning in, boys. Uh of course, great, great uh talking with you, linking up this week. Uh folks. Uh, enjoy your 4th of July uh, celebrations. We'll be back uh, with a little uh, open championship preview uh, the week of the 12th. Stay tuned. And until then, uh, good luck and happy gambling. Peace. Happy 4th.